This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience, episode 36. Link building is still important as a ranking factor in 2019, so I really can't even believe saying that, that 2018 is almost over and 2019 is rolling in, but regardless of what year it is, backlinks have stood the test of time in terms of importance to search engine optimization. So there's a lot of backlink ranking factors that get added over time with new efforts that come out in terms of value and devaluing of links and things of that nature. So I just wanted to run through a few of the backlink ranking factors that currently hold true and basically explain some of them as well. So things like the linking domain age, so how old the the referring domain and the link that is coming from it, how old it is, it tends to hold true that the older the domain age of the links that are coming to you from that specific domain when it was created, the more valuable it is. So if a website was created in 2001 and then there's one created in 2015 of equal value and everything in terms of other variables match up one to one the one that's earlier tends to hold greater value in terms of link building another factor is the number of linking root domains in terms of your backlink profile So the number of specific domains that link back to your website. Usually you can take it one to one, but the more obviously referring domains, the more valuable your backlink profile. Obviously things come into play like the actual value and the authority of those referring domains, as well as where they're coming from and contextual things as well. But we can get into that. A little later. Other things like number of links from separate C-class IPs. Usually an IP address is obviously divided into four parts. uh, A, B, C, D. And to look like you're unique, the C block has to be unique. Oftentimes there's 50, you know... 60, 70, 80, sometimes hundreds of websites um, that are super spammy on the same server with the same C block. And it's easy for Google and other search engine to tell with that association that all those sites are connected. And obviously, if one is low quality, they can tie that faster in terms of all those sites on that server to be belonging to one uh, author or one owner as well as if one's not valuable then usually it plays true that 
the rest of the websites aren't valuable as well. So the number of linking pages, obviously the more pages that are uh, linking to and linking from a website, usually it tends to hold true that it's greater value for you. Another ranking factor is backlink anchor text. So obviously the text that the hyperlink has itself in terms of text uh, links is important because sometimes people would stuff them with money terms, if you will. So the things that they want to rank for and do it repetitively to gain the system. And that's not a natural link practice if it was kind of done in the wild per se but you want to diversify your anchor text to mainly be a large percentage branded and then some of which diversified in variations of related terms to what you're targeting in terms of your website a specific page or overall as well um, some other things, if you are interested in image search or utilize practices that have image links linking to your website or alt tags or the descriptive tags for images, basically optimizing those to show up in image search as well. So that's another option in terms of organic search results. You have image search results as well. Another ranking factor is the authority of the linking domain. So if there's something called page authority, the stronger the page authority of the site, the more, the more valuable it is. So sites like uh, Yahoo in terms of their homepage, Google in terms of their homepage, um, other news publications, they're sometimes obviously in the 90s, high 80s, anything like that is excellent it's kind of hard to achieve unless you're you know a fortune company a news publication uh, a search engine that kind of thing but a lot of the times websites in the 40s 50s 60s that you know are competing in specific verticals as well are very strong so the closest to 100 is obviously the stronger your domain authority some other ranking factors that I want to discuss are links from competitors. Competitors link to you in one way or another. That happens sometimes in industries that may not, you know, be worried about uh, competition in that terms, like a direct correlation. But if everyone links to everyone, it kind of shows that you belong within that mix so if you're the low end on that totem pole of competitors and all your other competitors rank to you it kind of legitimizes that you're part of that kind of group or call it part of that conversation in terms of ranking you for related things if you are targeting them that your competitors are targeting as well Another ranking factor is links from expected websites, so things like industry publications, thing that, things that can verify you as a thought leader or, like I said, for the competitors that you belong in a space. So things like 
being listed in lawyers.com or a legal directory or legal publication if you're a law firm, uh, medical journals, things of that nature. So obviously, uh, registrations in terms of different public websites that list your license number for a contractor or a medical professional, things of that nature. So obviously adding legitimacy from that sense as well. Other things like links from bad neighborhoods. So things like coming that websites that have nothing to do with what you're targeting or what your business or brand is. Or websites that are coming from locations around the globe that tend to uh, have a lot of spammy and uh, hacking activities coming from them. A lot of which are Russia, India, Philippines, and countries of that nature. Obviously add a negative connotation to your backlink profile and can add off-site penalties as well as devaluing your backlink profile as a whole. So guys, watch out for stuff like that. Another thing is the homepage authority. We already talked about page authority a little bit. So each page has a specific authority as well as your homepage that 99.9% of the time is the strongest page on your website and has the highest page authority. So obviously if there are opportunities to get a link from a reputable source that's related to what you do on the homepage, then it is a great opportunity to take advantage of. Some other things are no follow links. So there's do follow links that basically pass SEO juice or SEO value from one site to another. And then no follow links that basically link to your website, but do not pass any kind of direct SEO value. But there is value in terms of referral traffic and no follow links still count to your overall link profile. So don't avoid them. No follow links are part of every natural link profile. So sometimes if you don't have any, it looks very suspect like you're, you know, forcing things or manipulating the system, even though everybody does to a certain extent, not necessarily manipulate the system, but basically uh, undertakes link building efforts to basically kind of, you know, force the envelope instead of waiting around for websites, publications to link to them. Other things are diversity of your link types. So if you have one type of link, for example, I had the image example. So if you, you know, let's say Pinterest related things or what you do is very visual and you link from a, you know, an image directory of some sort. Well, maybe if that's all you're doing, it doesn't look very natural. Usually you like, you want to have different types of links. So let's say links within different uh, publications you get featured on or in um, links in terms of profile links coming from business directories, directories and, you know, news publications related to what you're in, um, different interview sources, news themselves, local, state, uh, national news um, and different, you know, scholarly articles different positions done for schools in terms of content 
So you want to diversify basically your link profile so you're not focusing on one effort as well. So contextual links basically are, are your links related to what you're actually targeting or focused on or they are they totally completely different and don't make any sense. Excessive 301 redirects to a page. Well, I mean, a lot of times you can't avoid 301 redirects. There's auto 301 redirects on websites as well. But usually you kind of manipulate and link 301s, basically broken pages to existing pages to maintain the SEO value as well as the traffic value of previously pages that existed but no longer exist. So sometimes you push, you know, traffic to pages that may not normally rank for them or you may have domains that you just straight purchase and then just redirect to either get the traffic value or get the SEO value to try to manipulate and kind of uh, mimic how the breakdown of the SEO value and page authority per se would go um it's very spammy i mean a lot of the time pages that disappear on your website or obviously on other sites can't if the content isn't being replaced get redirected one-on-one so oftentimes they go to the home page which is natural but there's different 301 redirect schemes that people do that at this point search engines have caught on to and penalized. Another ranking factor is internal link anchor text. So this is basically the linking structure within your website itself and basically the terms you use in and basically text links to internal pages. If you're overly spammy and use kind of your money terms over and over again and aren't broader or um, some phrases or, or words or related um, kind of topics to your brand, um, then basically it's easy to find when a, a bot calls your site. So if you have a page related to, let's say, braces, for a orthodontist, if every single uh, internal link has an anchor text braces on your website, it's clearly not natural. So there's, you know, you have a blog post related to kids braces that then links to the general braces page, or regardless of how your website is structured, if you're manipulating that and just having that internal anchor text be the same thing over and over and over again it's it looks very unnatural uh, so the link titles are important as well things like link title attribution uh, country TLD of referring domains so if your business is in the United States your website is hosted in the United States but you have a link profile that half of your links are coming, let's say, from Germany, uh, Russia, India, Pakistan, and have absolutely nothing to do with your business, your service, or your brand. And in terms of authority, have very low authority and have been seen to link to and link back from very sketchy communities online 
then that's a big problem that you know we often find in terms of having to clean up such efforts contact these sites contact search engines and basically after manual penalties um, as well as sometimes automatic ones contact these websites make an attempt reach out back to google or other search engines in the hopes of removing that negative connotation from that penalty. There's a lot of more things like the link location and the content as it corresponds to whatever's on the page, the order of the page, the proximity to the header, to the um, headings, to other links, to the content around the links is very important as well. So it's not necessarily just the link itself it's how it's found uh, what's around it like i said and things of that nature other things like link location on page is important like if you have a website that still does some spammy stuff in terms of footer links and you have you know 50 footer links and your link is in a footer that doesn't add very much value or if it's a page that just simply has a bunch of links saying resources that's very little value in terms of a link on a page. If it's more contextual, you have a lot of great information on a specific website, and on the pages on that website link back to you, that tends to be of higher value to your website as well. Other things like uh, linking domain relevancy, I already spoke to it a little bit. Basically, Websites that have nothing to do with you linking to you basically are a negative connotation and things related to what you do or in the sphere that you do it that link to you basically strengthen that um, linking profile that you have itself and basically vouch for you that you're part of that community with that link. So that's obviously positive and the the prior that I spoke to is negative Uh, the page level relevancy um, so when you kind of drill down how relevant is the page that links to you um, and what value does it pose to user or a visitor on that referring domain that's linking to you Um, the keyword in the title the Positive link velocity and negative link velocity are also ranking factors. So over time, if you had a lull of two years and nothing happened, no links built, no anything, no velocity in terms of gained or lost links. And then out of nowhere, one month you have 5,000 links and then you have nothing again at all. That kind of poses a red flag. It's sort of like audits in terms of the IRS. You know, you have no revenue, no revenue, and then you have $500,000 one month and then nothing again for a year or two. Well, people are going to start looking at that. Usually if you get to a level, the higher and the more authoritative you get as a website or company or brand, the more link opportunities you gain in terms of Uh, facilitating links and then the more people that will link to you naturally based on your stature rising within a specific vertical Um, oftentimes let's say you've been getting a hundred 
backlinks a month in terms of the efforts you've been doing and then out of nowhere you get to a thousand at that point it looks like if you got to that level of importance you need to maintain the, the following months about a thousand to look somewhat natural and then obviously if you go to two thousand it looks like you got a little bit more authoritative and as you keep going you want to kind of maintain that and not have unnatural fluctuations other things like links from hub pages links from authority sites co-occurrences the link the backlink age itself uh, natural link profile number of outbound links on a page and quality of linking content also come into play like i said a little bit earlier about having a page with a hundred links one of which go to your website is very low value to a visitor to the site that is linking to you and if somebody happened to click on the link that came to your website that's really no value because it's not a qualified user from that perspective as well so you don't really want to think about links just on face value and then being links for seo want to think about opportunities in related communities that if somebody clicks on a website they're already for the most part qualified they either do what you do they're interested in your content or your services or your solutions or they're hopefully uh, looking to feature you or uh, speak to you about possible partnership different uh, interview opportunities in terms of you being an authority figure within your industry. So all of that kind of comes into play and those are just kind of the the tip of the iceberg. There's many more in terms of ranking factors. Like I said, if a specific effort or a specific part on the, of the internet comes out, a specific site that never was around or a specific technology that possibly creates opportunities for links being made or uh, partnerships being made in terms of somehow getting a link to your website, then those factors may be evaluated in the future, like in 2019. So there are some efforts that work, like let's say free directories in 2008, you know, seven, eight, nine that were valuable, but people began to spam the crap out of them and now they're zero value and oftentimes if you automate them or have too many of them you can devalue your backlink profile which obviously sucks a lot and then takes a lot of time to clean up but those just those are just a few things but like i said in terms of off-site strategy i mean a lot of the time it's just as hard and just as hard to stay on top of as on-site because with on-site there's only so much content you put on your website obviously if you're not a news publication or a online magazine where you're putting out hundreds hundreds or thousands of pieces of content oftentimes a day so if you're a small business or a brand sometimes you obviously have your product pages what you do, what you offer about your team, about your company, and then everything is blog posts. And oftentimes, companies don't necessarily blog uh, a few times a day, 
or even once a day or once a week, sometimes just once a month. So there's not that kind of freshness, obviously going back, adding, updating information on existing pages has to be done and adding to the strategy or refining your on-site strategy in terms of different SEO friendly uh, elements like headings or titles and descriptions and things of that nature and other possibly adding markup to pages for uh, structured data. But obviously, if you're done with all that and just tweaking and monitoring the things that are going to move the needle in terms of your search engine optimization is the ongoing efforts in terms of link building, uh, building relationships for possible content syndication, uh, different features and different websites. So a lot of link building in October of 2018. And 2019 in the future is about relationship building. You build the relationships with people and companies within your industry. You're going to create opportunities to be interviewed, to feature other people's content that is valuable to your community and your website. Feature your content on communities and websites that are related to you. Have syndication opportunities and things of that nature. So if you're starting out in SEO or you're a business and confused about where do you start in terms of offsite strategy and developing a plan for holistically auditing auditing your site for onsite, offsite, and technical SEO, uh, feel free to reach out to me for any questions. And in terms of my agency helping, because a lot of the time, Existing agencies don't do a really good job if their expertise doesn't lie in search engine optimization or if you haven't had even any digital marketing and trying to get serious about your digital marketing efforts, feel free to reach out anytime. Until next time, guys, take care. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.